is up, Mayo Media Network. This is Keith Jameson. I go by Gator Guy 231 across the DFS industry. And we have some midweek EPL soccer action. Really looking forward to it. You know, so often during the week, we get stuck with like showdowns or some interleague. Not very often do we get four game EPL states with two games at the same time. That's a true treat, the way this crazy season has gone. So looking forward to this slate. Uh, with there being four games, there's a really good chance that we see some ownership spread out. And here's the craziest thing. Um, a lot of these teams don't have a ton to play for. Um, we have one game specifically that has a ton going on, but we just saw that game on Saturday. I just broke it down for you guys on Friday night. We got Leicester versus Chelsea, another rematch. Um, based on the Liverpool results, there's a really good shot that, you know, these two could be duking it out for the fourth spot. Liverpool has a much easier run-in than either Chelsea or Leicester. So should be really interesting. But funny enough, and I'm going to go over this again in a minute, but both Chelsea and Leicester aren't that DFS friendly. They are playing against each other who both are very pragmatic, defensive sides that control possession. So that might be one of the least DFS friendly games. So even though that is the game with the most stakes, it might be the one that we're avoiding. And it's the last game. It's the game we won't have lineups for. So, you know, it kind of works out that way. It's an interesting slate because of that. So going to get all into all that shortly. But a quick reminder is we need you to like, need you to comment. We need you to mash that subscribe button. It really does help continue to grow this awesome network that Pat and his staff have, uh, have set up and, you know, allowed soccer to be part of it, which is just fantastic. Um, if this is your first time playing DFS soccer, you know, sit back and enjoy. It's a great sweat. Uh, this slate's a little bit different. I'm going to go over some strategies because of the stagger starts, but, uh, you know, it's a great DFS sport. Absolutely my favorite game to play. Um, and I'm looking forward to helping you. And if you want to get more of my content, not just EPL, but, you know, we do all sorts of things over at FSI. I want you to check out my site, FSI DFS. You can find me on Twitter at GatorGuy231. You can find a link to it. But all of our content is on YouTube, um, FSI DFS, search in your bar. We'd love for you to jump aboard, subscribe, and see all the awesome work we're doing there as well. All right, let's get into the soccer. Let's start off with odds and kind of just overall strategy. So we have Manchester United hosting Fulham. Manchester United has number two lockdown. Uh, I guess not number two lockdown. They all but lockdown. They need a win. Um, they're minus 284 favorites, so the biggest uh, favorite on the slate. Hosting already relegated Fulham, who's plus 759. That is a three total. Um, the other game going on um, at the same time will be Southampton hosting Leeds. That is a very, very square game. We have Leeds as a slight road favorite at plus 145. This is a 3.25 total. So your first two games where you're going to get lineups at the same time are your two biggest totals. Manchester City's already won the league. All eyes for Manchester City is going to be on the Champions League final. They're a minus 208 favorite to already not going to be relegated. Brighton, couldn't think of the right words. Already staying up Brighton at plus 606. Only a 2.75 total. Then finally, we have Chelsea versus Leicester. Chelsea is a solid favorite, minus 138, but only a two and a quarter total. Funny for them to be a minus 138 favorite after losing to Leicester on the weekend, one to nothing. All right, let's go with strategy. First off, you'll notice when you see the player pool, I don't have Kevin De Bruyne listed. I think there's a really good chance that Manchester City is the favorite that you kind of go past. We know with Manchester City that it's always kind of, we call it, you know, roulette, city roulette, because None of them have phenomenal floors. Obviously, Kevin De Bruyne has the biggest floor, but we have so many midfielders in this slate. I don't know you want to use one of those spots on Kevin De Bruyne. And then you look at the rest of the city and you go, all right, you know, Riyad Mahrez probably, you know, eight to 10 floor. I still think he's a solid play. 
Um, depending on who's starting that left wing, is it going to be Foden? Is it going to be Sterling? Is it going to be Torres? Who are they going to start at striker? Is it going to be Kevin De Bruyne for 60 minutes? Because, you know, Kevin De Bruyne I love, but if he's not going to play 90 minutes, I can definitely go elsewhere. So you have all these questions with City. You So realistically, especially under three total, I think you can go to other places and have better fours and have better overall plays. So that's my plan of attack. Um, I think that the first two games, you very well might just fill your lineup up with the exception of maybe like a goalie and one fill-in. I think you can easily, and you'll notice on this list, I think you can easily fill your lineups from there. If you are, and here's the last bit of strategy before we go into the players, if you are waiting on a player, right? So if you're waiting, you decide that I'm, I'm silly for Kev, fading Kevin De Bruyne, you're going to play him. Or you're playing some, you know, Mason Mountain from the final game, or you're going to play Reese James or Yuri Thielman, so I think it's a great play. Make sure you are putting those players in your utility spot because if for some reason they do not start, you don't want to be locked into just a midfielder or just a forward or just a defender. And the utility spot, you can play all those positions and are going to have so many more options than if you fill your utility early, only like let's say have Yuri Tillemans left in the final game. He doesn't start and now you know you're, you're scrambling. So just, just keep that in mind. All right, let's talk about the players. Starting top to bottom based on strategy, Bruno Fernandez. I think it's the lock and load on the slate. He is the cover boy of this article. There's not much to say about Bruno Fernandez. He's on PKs. He takes some sets. He shoots a ton. He creates chances. He is just a DFS dream, and he's only 9,200. You know, we easily routinely pay 10,000, 11,000 for Bruno Fernandez. So as a big favorite at home, and I think that United is likely to play starters this game, rest next game because one of the biggest games of probably OGS's career or tenure at United will be in the, in the uh, Europa League final. So I think that realistically, he's going to try to get the starters one more run here, then get them some rest. So as long as he's in, Bruno Fernandez is lock and load. Great news is we'll know first game. Second play, Rafinha from Leeds. I've talked about Rafinha probably every single Leeds slate. Now, this is a different Rafinha since he came back from injury last game. He did not take set pieces. That was when to Stuart Dallas and Jack Harrison. There's a really good shot that Rafinha will be back on some sort of set pieces. Maybe he doesn't, but here's the thing with Rafinha. The set pieces are just like icing on the cake. Rafinha is super active in open play. Crosses a ton, shoots a ton, creates chances. He's forward eligible, which is going to be big on this site. There's a ton of midfielders. Like if I could play six midfielders, I would play six midfielders. You can't. DraftKings doesn't let me. So, you know, we got to fill that forward spot. I think Rafinha has the best floor of a forward, but unlike other slates, because of the lack of set pieces, I by no means think that Rafinha is a must. Like if you can't fit him, but because you're going to be fitting other midfielders, I think it's okay. And I, and by the way, once I finish up, I am going to tell you guys what my core three plays are going to be. So first off we have Bruno um, and I'll get the other two when we get there. Phil Foden is probably my favorite city piece. Um, especially if you don't see Kevin De Bruyne, would have a share of set pieces, has been playing left wing. I do expect him to start this game. Phil Foden is just an absolute stud. I, I think that, you know, when he plays, he's close to probably, he and Kevin De Bruyne are the best forwards on City, followed by Riyad Mahrez. But, you know, if Phil Foden doesn't get double digits, I think you're surprised. But at 700 you know, I, I do question if that makes the most sense on the site. And a large part is because of core play number two, James Ward-Prowse, uh, probably the best, eh, I'll go top three free kick taker and the EPL probably up there with, uh, with Kevin De Bruyne and probably up there with Bruno, but James Rapprosa at 600 has an absolute monopoly of set pieces. He rarely to never subs out. Uh, and you know, this game leads for Southampton. I think it's going to be where you have a ton of DFS value. 
uh, that is three and four total. It's going to be very, very open. We saw that with, with Southampton on the weekend. We've seen that with Leeds all season. Uh, there's just a lot of DFS goodness in this game. I think these two are just going to go back and forth. There's not going to be a lot of defense and it should be just DFS gold. So I'd love James Ropross at 8,600. He's core play number two. So we got Bruno, James Ropross is your first two core plays. We had Mares at 8,400 is up there with Rafinha in terms of my favorite forward options. Uh, we had Mares takes a share set pieces. We know he was just absolutely stunningly awesome versus PSG in both legs. Um, you know, scored two goals in the last game, uh, was dangerous the entire time. And realistically, that was just form that carried over from the EPL where he's just been awesome. Yes, he got rest the last two games. I think that he gets back in the side here, probably plays 90 minutes as a result too, in terms of just being primed and being ready for Champions League final. So I think at 8,400, especially if you don't see Kevin De Bruyne, um, you know, you're going to have, uh, you know, a share of set pieces. So 8,400 for Mares makes a lot of sense. Yuri Tielemans, we're going to have to wait for the final game. And I'm going to make a note. Yuri Tielemans was awesome and just an amazing player, right? Um, but for DFS, just being an amazing player isn't always enough. You know, we need to have you have some form of set pieces. We need you to be crossing the ball, shooting, all those things. And if Mark Albrighton is in for Leicester, Mark Albrighton has been taking set pieces over Yuri Tielemans. Yuri Tielemans took those sets from James Madison, who, you know, for two and a half to three years of DFS soccer has been like one of the lock and loads of the EPL. You know, there's always the fear in the back of my mind when I see Tielemans and Madison in that Madison could take them back from Tielemans. And now I'm paying 6,800 for a central line midfielder who, while is a great player, is not going to hit value of 6,800 unless he scores a goal or gets an assist, which, you know, if you follow the way I've played, if this isn't your first time watching, we like to enter into a world where we're going to hit value and we're going to get 9, 10, 11 DK points without a goal, goal or assist. And if Yuri Tielemans does not have set pieces, it's really hard for him to do. So, if Yuri Tillemans is in with just James Madison, we expect him to have set pieces, and he's a great play at 6,800. But if you see Mark Albrighton and you have Yuri Tillemans, you should be worried, and I would tell you I would switch to Mark Albrighton, who did not play, did not start in the FA Cup, and so probably is in for a spell, especially if he's in that right wing back position. He has a great chance to get you crosses. That's what Mark Albrighton does. He loves to cross the ball. So that's the Yuri Tillemans play. Just, just proceed with caution and make sure you have a plan if you end up on Tielemans. Edison Cavani, not normally my type of player, but I think it's a good spot and a good price. Um, you know, he versus Rashford would be really close to my favorite United forwards. And you could also make an argument for Mason Greenwood. I'm putting Edison Cavani in here because he's the cheapest. Sub 7K, great scoring odds. Um, you know, just re-signed with United for another season. And when, you, when Cavani starts, United is a different offensive team. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to expect from Fulham. I would expect with them being relegated to be pretty open. Um, you know, who knows if they'll rotate too. We, we saw them rotate a little bit versus Southampton and Southampton had a pretty easy time of, you know, potentially scoring even more than two goals. So um, I really like Edison Cavani's spot to potentially get a goal or assist. Um, if he does score a goal, there's a really good shot that you're going to get 12 to 15 D, you know, you're going to get close to 15 DK, even though, you know, the joke in the DFS industry is the Cavani, is he's one of the few guys that can score a goal and still not get 12 DK worth of points. But look, 12 DK at 6,600 6, is a great spot and fills a forward spot. Stuart Dallas, um, I love the play. I think he's going to be really close to a core play for me. Uh, it's just to depend on builds, but at 6,100, he has taken over set pieces or at least half the set pieces recently. Um, he's been splitting with Jack Harrison, who's at 8,000, who's just, just because of the price, didn't make the list. But Stuart Dallas, Kind of rooms all over the pitch. 
Um, he's played right back. He's played central midfielder. He's played left midfielder. He's played right midfielder. He's just kind of a, he can do everything. And now he's taking set pieces. He always seems to get into the box and just, just to be offensive threat. So even before set pieces, he was always a guy that you wanted to consider because he would always show up in good spots, show up at the goal, score two goals versus city in the biggest, uh, in Leeds huge upset early this season. Stuart Dallas is just a damn good player. And if you're going to get Stuart Dallas at 6,100 and a super open game with set pieces, I love the play. Luke Shaw is our third core play for you. Luke Shaw, you know, has kind of just had like a DFS resurgence. You know, I remember at the beginning of the season, I had a joke, you know, last year that I just can't play Luke Shaw because he would be like 3,600 and you'd be like, oh man, United is a huge favorite. He has to be good. And he would end the game, like never get in an offensive spot end with like one cross, one tackle, you know, United would be up 2-0, concede in the 90th minute. So you don't get the clean sheet. And you're like, I paid 3,600, which sounds like a great deal for a fullback. And I got 1.7 DK. It was just, it was awful. This year, complete turnaround. Um, Luke Shaw has been one of the more offensive uh, defenders in the EPL. He's up there with Lucas Dean and Trent Alexander for Trent Alexander Arnold for the most consistent DFS producers in, from the from the defender spot. And the best part is he's sub 6K. He takes a majority of United set pieces. Now, if for some reason Luke Shaw is not in and it's Alex Tedes, it's the same deal. Alex Tedes goes on and takes a majority of set pieces. Bruno might take a few more. But whoever starts at left back for United, because of their price, because of the matchup, it's just, to me, an easy plug and play. Finally, just to give you guys a punt at forward is Rodrigo. Um, he was Leeds record signing uh, in the offseason from Valencia. Rodrigo is a Spanish international, has played in huge games in, for the Spanish national team. And now that he's back from injury, has scored three goals in the last two games. Probably with that result is due for a start. And at 5,500 in my favorite game to target, and filling a forward spot while being super in super hot form goal scoring wise, I think 5,500 for a guy of Rodrigo's quality makes a ton of sense. All right, that is 10 plays to get your builds around. Keep in mind for your core, start with Bruno, play Jordan James or Prowse and Luke Shaw, and then that should provide you a great start for your cash games and to provide you a great floor for lineups, whether you just play cash or you want to go into the GPP arcades as well. Thank you all so much for watching. And once again, if you want to find more of my content, find me at GatorGuy231 on Twitter and search for FSI DFS on your YouTube search bar. We'd love for you to become a subscriber at the FSI channel as well. Thank you all once again for watching me on the Mayo Media Network. Make sure you hit the mash, the like, comment, and subscribe on this as well. And good luck tomorrow. See ya!